Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. It's great to have your company for On The Pace on this Wednesday morning. Plenty to discuss as well, both locally and interstate with a very strong New South Wales interest when it comes to the final night of the Tab Constellations Carnival out of Albion Park in Queensland on Saturday night featuring the Tab Blacks are fake at Green Circuit level. $350,000 on the line there. And alongside that, another three Group 1s again when New South Wales are right in the thick of the action with several key contenders. Yesterday was a busy day at Menangle. There was plenty happening. Uh, there was a few horses that were able to string together uh, an ever-widening list of back-to-back wins. Yeah, Charlie made it three on the bounce. Mahomes made it five straight. This preparation, Jack Trainer aboard both of those runners. Jack Callaghan had a double uh, and a bit of a unique one as well with a father and daughter both saluting on the same day at the same track, that being Glenn McElhenney and Tian Sutton. They were both able to steer a winner home each. So that will no doubt be a day that they don't forget. And then at Young last night, uh, there was a few dominant connections there as well. Matt Rue had a double. Nathan Turnbull had a double, as did Michael Day Jr. He wrapped up the card with the last two races on it. Uh, the markets for those Group 1s out of Albion Park are available as well. I'll quickly run through the Tab Blacks of Fate, but all of the features are now open. Spirit of St. Louis is a 290 favourite on the drift out from an opening price of 260 after he came up with barrier draw number three. Like a wildfire, is clearly the best backed runner for this Grand Circuit feature. $7 was initially put up after the barrier draw, but it didn't last long. He's now into 440. Importantly to note, he's not yet in Queensland. He's waiting on a flight from Melbourne to Queensland. That's expected to take off tomorrow night, Thursday night, with an arrival early Friday morning. So we'll just have to keep an eye on that because uh, it is kind of important that he gets to Queensland to take his part. Better Eclipse last week, Sunshine Sprint winner from the inside of the second row, 480 out to $5. His stable mate, 888, 480 out to $6. Majestic Cruiser uh, there at $14, another of the Sydney Siders. So the Cobbity Equine team represented by three runners. They're at the top of betting too with Spirit of St. Louis, who was runner-up in last week's Sunshine Sprint. So you can find all of those markets at tab.com.au or on your Tab app. A little closer to home in terms of the immediate future is Bathurst tonight. Eight races this evening. The first gets underway at 5.07. And as is always the case, Amanda Turnbull is going to play a strong part, not only as a, a driver, but she's got a very strong team from her own stables heading to the track. And she's our guest for On The Pace this morning. Thanks for your time this morning, Amanda. How are you? Hey, good, thanks, Rich. That's good to hear. I want to have a chat about these runners tonight, but just quickly to go backwards, I hear that uh, one of the stable stalwarts has run his last race, Elmer's Image, I guess. Is that true? And if it is, it must be a little bittersweet because he was such a great horse for your team. Yeah, he was. Um, at, yeah, so we left him at the angle to get broke in to saddle and... Um, yeah, he'll just live his life out probably here with the kids. Oh, excellent stuff. Well, I'm sure that there are plenty uh, that he was able to have an effect on. What sort of horse was he? Because from the outside looking in, uh, he just looked like such a, a genuine horse. Was that what he was like around the stables as well? Yeah, he was the coolest horse ever. He was like part human. Um, he was everyone's favourite. I think most of the kids actually had a drive on him, so... Um, yeah, he was just a really cool horse to have around. He did a, a marvellous job. He won several feature races. 
Was he, I guess, one of your first real flagship horses for the stable that you could take away, travel, chase those big races? And I guess he'll always have a, a pretty special part in your heart then too. Yeah, definitely. Um, got to take him to Melbourne for the Inner Dominion and um, in the conservation. So that was sort of um, the most exciting thing. And then, yeah, just, just just such an easy horse to have around made it a lot better for us and enjoy it a lot more. His longevity was excellent as well. So that's the last we'll see of Elmer's image, but I'm sure that he will have a, a very important purpose for the rest of his days. Let's get stuck into tonight's connections or tonight's uh, runners. Your first drive and your first stable runner is Lady Angelina in race number one. Comes up with a wide gate. First things first, what did we make of, of last week's effort? Um, yeah, it just was no go. I had to do way too much to get to the fence, and then she got too keen where she um, 10 times better with a sit, but um, she just talked to right after. I had to just shake her up a bit to get to the fence. What do you make of tonight's barrier draw then and the extra trip? Is that any concern? Uh, no, it probably makes it easier for her to cross them, I think. Um, she's got this and gate speed, so she should get across to the fence pretty easy and then um, just weigh up who I hand up to and yeah, yeah. find the longer trip as long as she gets the helmet pretty quick and she gets the fence. All right, that's race number one, Lady Angelina. Race number two, Mr Moose is your representative here. Tell us a bit more about this now three-year-old, only lightly raced, had a good two-year-old campaign without managing to break through, but returned as a three-year-old, one straight up, and then you've driven him fairly conservatively since then. Uh, what's your opinion of him, and is he a horse that you think that will do a good job as he gets a little older? Yeah, I think he's going to make it. His last run was probably his best, and um, but yeah, he's been a bit of a headache. He had a throat operation, but um, he's not a very nice horse to have around. He, he's it's his way or no way, so sort of just been trying to teach him to follow and sprint home and um, his last run they went a bit better time and he actually hit the line really good so I think he's just got to learn and get the confidence and hopefully he'll make it. You've got a run to your inside who's fresh up country's daughter. Your assessment of his gate speed, do you think that he'll have enough to get to the fence and is that I guess the plan A? Yeah he has pretty good gate speed. He, he used to do a bit wrong so we haven't really chased him out too hard but he he has natural good gate speed so the one has been trolling really good so it's going to be pretty hard to to beat anyway but um if i can get across it that'll be handy all right that's race number two race number three dance with somebody is your runner here again a, a nice draw comes up with the two gate this filly only a relatively recent addition to your stable she won three starts ago before making her way north what have you made of her two runs for the team uh not too bad um she's probably more of a parking double horse but um this was hanging really bad the first run i give her so took her to bathurst and she steered a lot better but just probably met some nicer horses so probably a bit more suitable race for us tonight. Okay, that's race number three. She'll go around as a short price favourite as well. Race number four, roll the seven. You take the reins for Josh on this runner. Uh, you were able to drive him a couple of starts ago and then going back to Cowra a little while ago as well. This doesn't look the hardest up to 53 race you've ever seen but it's probably a very even race. Yeah, that's it. Um, it's a good race um, like a good heat, so even bunch and it gives a good opportunity to 
make a nice final if any of them can break through. Where do you see yourself in the run? Because he seems to be a versatile enough type. You've got a wide gate. There is a scratching to your inside, but I guess a few of your key rivals have drawn to your inside as well. Pippo Nien and Freddie Singh both are hard in the market. Does that mean that you have to maybe drive a little bit more conservatively or over the short course? Can you not afford to do that? Um, I think he's got a little bit of gate speed, so we'll probably just head forward and see where we end up. And then if we don't get across, we'll just take a seat somewhere. Okay, race number five is a smaller field here, but a quality race for the up to 60 rated paces. Beale Street is your runner. You've chosen to take the claim with Blake McAuliffe to get him into this race. We haven't seen him since he wasn't beaten all that far in the TAB Regional Championships state final. Did he surprise you, this big horse, how well he went through that series, or do you have a good opinion of him? Uh, he sort of surprised me because I didn't think he'd handle the longer distance that he ended up been a lot better with the sit, but um, back to the mile tonight, it looks like uh, he should be able to get across him and um, he seems pretty fit. You haven't trialled him and he is two months between runs, but he's telling you at home he's ready to head straight back to the races? Yeah, that's probably his biggest worry is he loses weight so much and so that's why we give him a big break because he's probably the biggest horse I've ever seen and um, yeah, the runs take it out of him a bit. So I think the fresher he is, the better the better he goes. Okay, well, that's a positive tonight for Beale Street in race number five. And then you've got a little break before you wrap things up with Firefly in the last. This is a, a two-year-old, and it's not a bad two-year-old race either. But this guy looks to be above average. He was able to win a silver consolation of the gold crown at his last run before a break. How did he do in his time away? Yeah, pretty good. We got him gelded. Um, he was just too big of a handful when we had him in last time. But, um, yeah, he seems seems a little bit more relaxed. And if I can keep him relaxed at the races, he, he looks like he could be a really nice horse. But he gets pretty nervous and gets everyone worked up. But um, hopefully we can make him and he could really, really make a horse. All right, he might be one to watch going forward. What did you make of his trial in preparation for his return? They broke two minutes, so that's always a tick. Yeah, I thought it was perfect. He um, he won pretty easy just on the on the bit and um, yeah, done everything right. So that was the main thing. Savion looks the major threat, a filly, but she raced in good company herself in her first preparation, and she does have a run under her belt. But I would assume you'll be fairly keen to hang on to the advantage of drawing to the inside of her. Yeah, that's it. We've got the draw on her, and um, yeah, hopefully we can keep keep the advantage over her. All right, that's the last race on tonight's card. So a strong book all in all. Then you've got a really busy night at Menangle on Saturday night. Looks like you have a full book there with a few of your own runners. But one in particular, Bundoran, goes around in the fast class. He's had two runs back from a break now. And since he ran fifth in the Miracle Mile, how is he tracking? Do, can we expect him to be uh, close to a win despite the wide gate there on Saturday night? Yeah, I think so. He... um he sort of he's working um, a lot better this week and um, really um, so hopefully we'll we're back on track and he can have a really good run. All right, that's in the fast class at Club and Angle Free for all of thirty thousand dollars on Saturday night. Bundor and he's been in all the big races in the last twelve months and he does look really well placed there. Appreciate your time this morning, Amanda, and best of luck tonight and across the weekend. Thank you. Amanda Turnbull there this morning. So 
you can fairly well follow that name with confidence at Bathurst on a Wednesday evening, no matter the contest that she's in. And she's got a really uh, strong book of her own runners in particular tonight. A good push for race number five, Beale Street. And also, we might have to put Firefly into the black book. It sounds as though she's got a nice opinion of the now two-year-old gilded son of Down by the Seaside. That's on the pace for this Wednesday morning. We'll be back tomorrow morning to not only preview Penrith tomorrow evening and Tamworth in the afternoon time slot, but also a look ahead to Saturday night's Blacks of Fate Cardinal Albion Park.